Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope that you are doing wonderful. I hope that you all are full of hope and joy and that your edges are laid and that your teeth are shiny and white and that you are nice and cocoa buttered down, y'all. I hope you are living your best life. I don't know when we stop saying Happy New Year, but... I'm going to still say it. Happy New Year, y'all. It is January. Such a beautiful month. I have a bias because Friday is my birthday. So happy early birthday to me. Um, But y'all, we have a lot to talk about. Lots to talk about. So I have a great announcement. Um, This is our seventh poetry jam. That's coming up Saturday, February 10th. And guess what? You, yeah, you that's watching on YouTube, listen to this on your podcast streaming platforms. You need to be there. So get your plane ticket, your bus ticket, your train ticket, get your caravan, put the snacks in the back, haul up some friends and get to the Poetry Jam Saturday, February 10th. Doors open at 6.30. There's more information about the Poetry Jam on our website at www.undashassociated.com. And in Unassociated um, History, we are doing our first ever, ever Unassociated Community Gospel Choir. And we need you in it. So if you sing at church, sing at home, sing, sing while you wash and dishes. If you've ever been in a choir or have never been in a choir, we need you in there. Okay. To live praises and to sing unto the Lord. Amen. DM me, DM our unassociated page for more information. If you want to sign up, um, I'm going to do my best to see if we have that the sign up information in the link below. Um, so you all can click and Get the songs so we can get together and really put this thing just, I'm excited. I'm so excited about it. So Saturday, February 10th, y'all be there. It's going down. All right, y'all. So I truly believe that um, this topic that we are going to use for the remainder of this month is going to be pivotal in how we move in this first quarter and how we move through the rest of 2024. So we are going to dive into the topic of discipline. Amen. Last time we were together, we talked about setting aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets us. And it is, I think, orderly and timely for us to move into the topic of discipline. Now, I came across this content creator on Instagram. Shout out to Natasha Lauren. She has this video, y'all, about discipline it was this little reel that I just so happened to scroll by and this video really gathered me and hit me up by my neck okay she talked about 
discipline and how to put it into action. And she also talked about how we get caught up in not seeing our disciplinary actions, you know, moving out. And what she mentioned was that you can have New Year's resolutions, get together with your homeboys and your homegirls, and put together a vision board. You can go to the altar and say, Lord, I want you to take my 2024 and give me some more, whatever it is that you want to do. But truth be told, none of that means anything if you have no discipline. If you waking up when you want to wake up, when you eat when you want to eat, you spend money when you want to spend money, you have no constraints. If you are always telling yourself yes to what your flesh wants, it's a problem. Out the gate. Well, Kendra, I'm grown. I got my own money and I can do it. Okay, stop. We're going to stop right there. Because that is a statement of someone that does not have discipline. That is a statement of someone that does not respect authority or order. Hello, somebody. If my excuse is I can do whatever I want to do because I'm grown, that means I am not conscious of minding authority or mining the consequences that come after my behavior. You being grown does not make an excuse of what you should do. Just because you can do it does not mean you should do it. Hello, somebody. I gave that one to you for free. Amen. But Natasha was said something that I thought was so practical. And I was like, yo, I can do that. And she suggested strongly, once you start telling yourself no, then you will start to see results. And I really thought about, I never in my 27 years of living, I was just like, ah, maybe if I just tell myself no, I'll be better off in certain areas. How about that? So I want to go to Hebrews 12. We were in Hebrews um, not too long ago. We're going to remain in Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 is lit, y'all. Okay, so we're going to go to Hebrews 12, verse 11. So if you have your Bibles, flip open to the scripture. If you have your phone, go ahead and scroll to it. Um, I will be reading the English, English standard version of the scripture. And it reads, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. I'm going to read that one more time. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit 
of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Hallelujah. Discipline. Let's talk about the saints. Discipline is an activity, an exercise, a regimen that helps you develop skills of improvement. It's for development. And I give you the definition because for me, I it's helpful for me to understand things conceptually when I know what certain terms mean in its fullness. And so, again, I'm going to share that discipline is an activity, an exercise, a regimen that develops or improves a skill. Discipline yields development and improvement. That is what you need to know. It yields and its association is with development and improvement. For us to continue to um, gather this conceptually, we must understand what discipline is not. The opposite of discipline, disorder, and chaos. So when discipline is active, there is development, there is improvement. When discipline is absent, there is disorder and chaos. And that's that. There isn't any, well, I'm grown, that's in the mix. It's either you are developing and improving or you are out of order and chaotic. Can't make it up. Now the scripture shares that discipline is painful. So why does the scripture describe discipline as painful? And what about our chaos that we find so comforting? Now, I don't have the answers to the questions and I don't always want to come to the mic like I have the answers to everything. But when I was studying this, I was just, those are just two questions that came to mind. Like what is so painful about discipline and why are we so comfortable in chaos? Now, I was pondering these possibilities, and hopefully you all can help me explore them. Could it be that our unhealthy habits are related to how we cope with things? Could it be that our disorder is comfort for us? Temporary comfort. Could it be that We learn to depend on ourselves for our own problems. What is it? What is it for you? And even I ask myself, what is it for me? Disorderly conduct will always yield chaos. 
but discipline later it yields peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who have been trained by it now there is um something in this in the scripture that tells us that discipline is not instantaneous discipline is a process because the scripture says later it yields peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it later is an indication of the process but a lot of us don't like going through the process the process takes too long the process is too painful the process is uncomfortable the process isn't yielding the results that I want in this moment. We live in a microwave society to where we want to pop in a problem, push two minutes on it, and let it be done. Instead of actually going through. Because in the process, there is training, there is maturing, there is development, there is, a, there is improvement, there is a testimony. In the process, there are so many things that you can carry and collect and learn from in the process that you won't have access to if it's just an instantaneous transformation. But the thing about it is that God is with us in all of these things. He's not saying... Well, you need to get your life together and then come see about me. You need to clean up your life and then come get saved. Or you need to create healthier habits and then come and and I can help you. God is saying, I will help you through the process. You just have to be disciplined. Say yes to me and say no to the sin. Say yes to me and say no to the weight because not everything that holds us down is sin. Not everything that holds us down is sin, but weights are just as damaging. They are. But the Lord is never allowing us or never um, leaving us. He ain't leaving us for nothing. There's a um, a challenge that I want to take up with you all. I'm going to do it, and next week I'm going to come back and let y'all know how I'm doing. It can be great or it can be small. Well, let me, let me not say that. It can be deep or it can be not so deep. That's what I'm going to say. Because even like the smallest change when you become disciplined, will make a great impact. So I'm going to say it can be not as deep or it can be deep, but it's your choice. Whatever it is that you want to choose, that find a weight or a sin or an unhealthy habit or something like, you know, I need to stop doing that. Find something, just one. I'm not saying tackle all 10 or all four at once. Just pick one. And I want you to start saying no 
every time you have that urge or that craving or that desire to pursue it. I want you to remember that you can do it and that the fruit of the spirit, a part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. And we can do it. And anytime you're in your flesh, you're out of control. But I just want to encourage you that start this year off being disciplined. Y'all, that's, that is my, my theme for this year. Discipline. I'm not even going to just start this month off, this quarter off. That's going to be me 2024 and beyond. Okay. Um, I know there are some things that I need to do. I'm going to start with something that's not so deep. Uh, I have an addiction to a certain breakfast sandwich. (laughs) I'm going to give you the name of the sandwich and not the restaurant. It is the Sausage Egg McMuffin. I didn't gave it away. With a hash brown? I be on the go all the time. I be going here and there. And I am a breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of girl. And so if I don't have time to cook breakfast, I just roll through the drive-thru and pick up my Sausage Egg McMuffin and my hash brown. But I knew there was an issue once I start seeing um, the same dude um, at the at the window all the time. And he was recognizing me and I was recognizing him. I'm like, I'm here too much. Okay. So I already started and I stopped driving through and picking up that sausage egg McMuffin. And I was over there in that kitchen over there <clears throat> making some better choices for breakfast. See, it ain't got to be all that deep. And I'm going to let y'all know next week if I backslid or if I said no. And the funny thing about it, you see how the devil work? Let me tell you how the devil work. I was watching TV last night with my husband. And guess what came on a doggone TV? A McDonald's commercial. And they put the sausage egg McMuffin on the commercial. And I said, uh-uh, devil. And Malik, he just started laughing. But I'm serious. I was like, uh-uh, get out of here. Satan, get thee behind me. Uh. <laughs> I said no to myself so many times, y'all. And I'm going to keep it up. And I'm going to let y'all know how I'm doing next week. All right, y'all. Um, Whatever it is <clears throat> that you all need to, to do, go ahead and do it. You can do it. I believe that you can through Jesus Christ. All right, y'all, let's pray. <clears throat> Father God, I thank you so much for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy, your favor. I thank you, Lord, for this word. It was so encouraging to me. And God, I pray that it encourages my brother and my sister that is listening to it. God, I pray that you help us with discipline and help us um, with what it is that we need to do. God, I pray that you um, guide our steps And even when we have weak moments, that you are our strength. For the word says that your um, strength is made perfect through our weakness. Hallelujah. God, I just celebrate you for your word and how beautiful it is and how transformative it is. I ask you that you bless us for our obedience to be disciplined 
unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Until next week, beautiful people. See you later.